I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Chris, Chris Byers with the call on Fox. That's Beck. <laughs> Beck telling the Jacksonville Jaguars that they are, in fact, losers, baby. That's like literally like a, like, the, like the up man, like the fullback brain, 180-plus yards back to the house. Uh, not great for Jacksonville. Really good, though, for the Houston Texans. We'll get to P-squared, B-squared, Steelers, and the Texans, Chargers, and the Raiders, and more coming up in a moment. But Power Hour, Final Hour, 20 minutes from now, we'll continue on P-squared, B-squared. Ken Barkley's going to give you Lockmas for day number one. Uh, had to bet national championship in college football this year. Also coming up next hour, all our bets for tonight's Monday Night Football doubleheader, Eagles and the Bucks in Tampa, Rams and the Bengals in Cincinnati. Now, this is our last segment for the day on Stadium. Uh, on day number one on Stadium. So if you're watching us on Stadium right now, A, thank you. B, yes. if you want all the all the bets for tonight, you can watch the show at twitch.tv backslash betql. We'll give the bets out probably starting at about mm, 6.25 p.m. Eastern time. So twitch.tv backslash betql. If you like what you're watching, you want to stick with us for the final hour of the show, twitch.tv backslash betql. Great to be on today on watchstadium.com, YouTube TV, Roku, Fubo, Amazon, Samsung, Tubi, and more as our partnership begins today in earnest with our friends. At stadium. For now, though, we continue P squared, B squared, our breakdown of week four in the NFL. Uh, been waiting to talk about this game all show long, the Steelers and the Texans. Um, I do my, my point spreads on Sunday night, and after the Steelers-Raiders game ended, it's literally like sitting in bed, laying in bed, thinking, I want to be on the air right now talking about this game because I don't understand like what this, what this market is. At BetMGM right now, it's not even a juice three towards Pittsburgh. The Steelers are minus three, minus 110 on the road at the Texans. The total is about 40, 40 and a half. Uh, I know that we agree on this because we talked about it off air. Ken, give us your analysis here. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Steelers at Texans who have looked really good, and C.J. Stroud's looked excellent. Well, it just shows you what a week-to-week league it is, right? I mean, if you were like, what do you think of the Houston Texans prior to yesterday's game? You'd be like, oh, you mean the team that Gardner Minshew dropped like 40 on at their place? Yeah, I don't think much of them. I don't, I don't think they're that good. And now it's like, well, how do you feel about Houston? Be like, up and coming, great young team. It just like kind of shows you what a week-to-week league it is and how it's like whatever the last data point is kind of affects how you feel about them. And to be fair, like they, they did beat Jacksonville. Like they did that, outplayed them, got that crazy return touchdown. Uh, they have young players that are very exciting. Will Anderson blocked a kick. Like a lot of fun stuff happened for the Texans. I, I just, you know, for people... That, that aren't familiar like oh like what do you guys do like how do you handicap games or whatever i just think like if you're going to come up with what you think 
the point spread should be or like what you would bet in an NFL game. You just combine like, well, three things really, but two things just like, all right, how is the, the market rated this team previously? So like they're closing point spreads in their previous games and how have they actually played and kind of combine those two things. And you'll usually come up with a really accurate number. And then the third thing would be injuries, which obviously in any given game can, or any given week can affect what the point spread is. Uh, in terms of closing point spreads, the Steelers would be a team that I would make either four and a half or five on the road in this game. And in terms of actual on-field performance, uh, I would get really close to the same number. And they're not that thing. And so I bet them. And that's like, honestly, it. and I don't have to be right. Like we, we make bets, we lose on the show. We make bets, we win on the show. I just, uh, I, I don't think they should be three-point favorites. Or I should say, if they are three-point favorites, I'd like to bet on them to, uh, to cover that number. I, I, the funny thing is, I don't know exactly what this is. I, it's it's too shallow to just be like, well, it's an overreaction to Houston last week and be like, well, it has to be a little different than that. Like, it has to be like some other stuff. To be fair, Pittsburgh's offense, sure, like did some good things against the Raiders. Also, like still have a lot of questions about the Steelers offense. Okay. And uh, maybe Houston's an improving team. Like every week they're going to play a little better. Their quarterback's obviously a rookie. Their best skill position player might end up being a rookie at the end of the year. Their best defensive player might end up being a rookie at the end of the year. So that'll be a team that gets better. And a first-year head coach might be a team that gets better as the year goes along. I just, uh, I made the I made the number more than this. The performances of the teams make me think it's more than this. And I bet the Steelers are three. I think my thought would be as to why, so my number in the game is more than three also. I've also bet Pittsburgh is that maybe the expectation is is that Houston gets back a couple key players that have been missing, like most notably left tackle Laramie Tunsil and star safety Jalen Petrie. So maybe if they're back, maybe that gets you here down to three. Um, I don't think it does. I said this to start the show. Ken and I had this conversation in hour number, in hour number one. I think we can kind of draw some conclusions based off the first three weeks of the season, and it doesn't mean that they have to be right for the full like 17-game uh, regular season, etc. But I feel good about them right now. Um, I think the Steelers are really good. I think they fall short of like the Kansas City, Buffalo, Miami tier. Let's like I think call it those three teams in the conference now. But I, I do think they're really good. Okay, you got smoked in week one by the Niners and the game that got away from you. The Niners, aside from Kansas City, might might be the best team in the league. They beat the Browns, who are like who might be really awesome. They beat the Browns and then they handled business on the road in Vegas against the Raiders. I, I I think this team's good. I think we'll do the show next Monday, Ken, and I think we'll be very happy because we will have won our bet. And we'll we'll say, I can't believe that the betting market, at least early in the week, was only three. I really like the Steelers. I just it's a bet that absolutely just has to be made. Yeah, I mean I think it's just and when you're playing teams too, like we, maybe we get to the end of the season and we look back at the Jacksonville game and that'll look like kind of an eyesore for Jacksonville. I mean, how could it not, I guess? But also I think you and I probably both feel like well, if, if Press Taylor is calling the plays for Jacksonville or Peterson is, that might make a big difference. You might look back and be like, oh, they beat Jacksonville. Be like, yeah, but Press Taylor was still calling the plays. That was that disaster for the first few weeks. And then they changed and Jacksonville became something different. So just there's a big difference, too, in the betting market, like betting on a team when they just have to be competitive, betting on a team when they're plus 10, plus seven and a half, plus seven in a game. We'll talk about Patriots, Cowboys. I'm sure that will be a part of the conversation there with Dallas favored by seven and the Patriots just having to keep things competitive in terms of which side we want to bet. Like Houston, like maybe they're an advantageous bet yesterday, which we talked about a little bit. You bet Houston yesterday. I bet the over, like, okay, maybe Houston, but really I just like scoring from both teams. And, uh, you know, seven and a half against Jacksonville. Okay, like here's a team that can't defend at all. 
and it's more than a touchdown. You just have to be competitive in the game. And a team that has like almost Zippo home field advantage too, by the way. It's like, all right, cool. Like I, I get that. Like, I don't know if Houston's going to win, but yeah, I can keep that within a possession. I, I understand that. I didn't want to bet it, but like, I get it. And you bet Houston in the game. This is like, no, no, now you have to win. Like you have to beat Pittsburgh and like anything else, almost, almost three is a key number. Anything else almost does not win you your bet. Like, people can kind of tell the obvious difference there, right? Like, has enough changed with Houston that this is the expectation now? Like, really? Like, this is what it is? And, uh, or did they catch Jacksonville at probably one of the worst times they're going to play the entire season when they're still figuring things out on offense? Which one is it? Uh, probably more likely to be the latter. So I just, yeah, I just think three is really good. You better, you better hear with Nick and Ken. Magnificent Football Monday, our breakdown now for week number four in the National Football League, pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Ken, which takes us to the City of Angels as my Los Angeles Chargers with the once and future king, Brandon Staley, as the head coach, making all the right decisions, going forward on fourth and one in his own territory. Decision might not have worked out, so the result might not have been good, but damn it, that was the right call by Mike King. I'm back in now on Brandon Staley, and I'm back in on our bolts also after cashing the bet yesterday, winning on the road in heart-stopping fashion in Minnesota against the Vikings. So he told you earlier in the show, but it'll frame the conversation now as well. Uh, Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo today on Monday, placed in concussion protocol his status for Sunday very much up in the air it was it went noted that whale in the last segment like whale is really smart and he's basically talking like like he knows for a fact that Garoppolo is going to be out now Jimmy could play in the game I'm not saying that whale knows that for a fact just that like he seemed really bullish on Brian Hoyer starting this game for the Vegas Raiders and like whale is not someone that comes on and just shoots from the hip like I think he probably has a good at least has good reason to feel that way, even if that's not what ends up happening. Right now, Ken, at BetMGM, the Chargers' five-and-a-half-point home favorites will be more Raiders fans, I'm sure, there than Chargers fans at that stadium. The total about 47-and-a-half or 48. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Chargers and Raiders. Well, I think we have to start by having this conversation um, because people are going to look at that mar- market and kind of be like, oh, man, if, if uh, Garoppolo doesn't play, I really like the Chargers, or, you know, like, man, they're already favored by a lot. If, uh, <clears throat> if Garoppolo was definitely going to, they come out, McDaniels today says, Garoppolo's starting Sunday. He is the quarterback. What do you, what do you think the market for this game is? Three and a half. I think it's way less than that. The Chargers just played a game where they were a one point dog at Minnesota. Now they have a game and I'm giving the, I'm giving zero home field or home field to the Raiders in this game. Like you could actually do that. There's a chance the Chargers are going to have to be on a silent count in this game. There's absolutely a chance of that happening. Like one point dog, Minnesota home and not home Raiders, like Chargers two and a half, maybe something like that. Chargers definitely favored, like no question in the game. Raiders just closed three against Pittsburgh. Like, there's, like, no difference between, like, people, like, the Chargers are super talented. Also, from a rating standpoint, there should be, like, no difference between these teams. So I just want to start by being, like, five and a half is a way lopsided this is a Hoyer number already. Like, way already there. Not like, well, it's like a point. No, 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 no. Like, way off. The Chargers were just a one-point dog to the Vikings, and now they're five and a half in a game where they have no home field advantage or a negative home field advantage. So, like, I'm with you. Like, I think the Chargers are really likely to win the game. I think Hoyer stinks. This is a monster number already with that in mind. Like, this is, like, we might already be there in terms of, like, what not what happens. Now, it'll go up more, but, like, we're way on the way toward a Hoyer number. I don't know what a Hoyer number. He never plays and he sucks, so I don't know what a number would be. Like, maybe seven, maybe six and a half. But, like, we're way all the way there. Just, like, I would have been really curious to see the market take shape for this if it was Garoppolo. Because, like, 
I don't think the Chargers can be a one point dog to Minnesota and then be like more than three in a game where they don't where they might have to like use a silent count. Like I, that makes no sense to me that that would happen off one game. So I, I can't bet this number if there's already so much Hoyer already in it. That would just be my point. I'll say this about Hoyer if indeed he's going to start. It's as advantageous a setup as someone a quarterback with his like limited skill set at this point in, in his career could have. Um, and, and what does that mean? It means all he has to do is throw the ball to Devontae Adams, who's quarterback proof, and Devontae Adams is going to have like 11 catches for 150 yards. Like it actually doesn't matter who plays quarterback. Devontae is that good. So Hoyer, I think they could have some success throwing the football. I think the big problem for the Raiders is going to be Josh Jacobs looks like looks like he's stuck in mud, like di- di- didn't participate in training camp with like the, like the, the hold in or whatever. Um, he has looked terrible looks like a step slow the first couple games of the season maybe he's like playing his way into form and he'll be better i think the raiders are gonna have difficulty scoring in this game i'm way back in on the chargers here my irrational my irrational take and it is irrational but you know what i want to bet my opinion here and i could definitely be wrong i think the chargers are going to smash the raiders in this game i think they're going to smash them We'll do a little bit more on this coming up. Final hour, power hour. If you're watching on Stadium, twitch.tv backslash betql to check out the final hour, power of the hour of the show, including our bets for tonight.